Hey, it's Sarah, and this is Kids These Days, a podcast brought to you by funding through the Kansas Department for Children and Families. Recently, I was writing a training about intentional planning, and I wanted to include some developmentally appropriate, research-based, but easy-to-implement strategies that any teacher or parent could use when interacting with children. And that's when I remembered the 10 effective DAP teaching strategies developed by NAEYC. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So in your work with children, you know that no two kids are alike. And you know that what works for one kid might work for another kid or it might not. Shoot, it might not even work for that one kid from day to day. And this is why we as educators must have an ever-expanding base of knowledge to pull from when working with all of our kids, kind of like your own teaching toolbox, or as I like to think of it, my Mary Poppins bag of teaching tricks. And here's the thing, no tool, regardless of how fancy or cool it is, is worth having if it's too hard to use, which is exactly why I love these 10 tools from NAEYC. So what are they? Acknowledge, encourage, give specific feedback, model, demonstrate, create or add challenge, give assistance, provide information, give directions. And I want to add that um, if you scroll down to the show notes, you know, usually it takes you to our website with one of Rudy's bomb infographics that she created. But we decided not to reinvent the wheel this week, and we have utilized the open source infographic that NAEYC has created that, is, that goes along with these 10 strategies. So when you scroll through the show notes this week and you click on that link, it's going to take you to the NAEYC page, to the, again, to their open source infographic that I used to inform this episode. So let's talk more specifically about these 10 strategies. So first, acknowledge what children do or say. Let children know that we've noticed by giving positive attention, like through comments or sometimes just by sitting beside them. You know, like, thanks for your help. Appreciate that. Oh, wow. You found another way to stack the blocks. Way to go. Then we have encourage. We want to encourage persistence and effort rather than just praising and evaluating what the child has done. And I think this is something we've talked about in past episodes of being meaningful with your praise. You're thinking of a lot of words to describe the dog in that story. Let's keep going. Wow, you cut that paper all the way across all by yourself. Way to go. You got the food in your mouth. You did it. Give specific feedback rather than general comments. So instead of saying, yeah, you didn't get that in. Say, the beanbag didn't get all the way in the hoop, James, so you might try throwing it harder. Here's the thing, guys. If kids knew what to do, they'd do it. You have to be very specific with them. Then we want to model. We want to model attitudes, ways of approaching problems, and behavior toward others, showing children rather than just telling them. Hopefully that sounds familiar from a past episode called Team. You know, hmm, that didn't work. And I need to think about why, right? Me modeling when something that I did didn't go quite right. Or I'm sorry, Ben, I missed part of what you said. Can you please tell me again? We want to demonstrate the correct way to do something, which usually involves a procedure that needs to be done in a certain way. Like 
washing hands or maybe with older kids writing a letter, you know, like the letter P. So being very specific and showing them this demonstration of specific skills, again, is for very specific skills, not for this is how you build a house with a box, right? Because your house and my house don't look the same. We're talking about very specific things, again, like washing your hands or writing a letter. And after a quick break, we will cover the last five effective teaching strategies. It's spring, which means the cold, dreary weather is leaving and warm, sunny days are ahead. Now is the time to put hard work into our gardens so we can watch our flowers and vegetables grow. But what about our staff? Isn't it time we are intentional about helping them grow too? Join the Directors Alliance Spring Series of Training focusing on helping staff grow. We'll have sessions on creating resilient staff, self-care for directors and staff, and increasing staff morale and motivation. All ways that we can root for our staff. See what I did there? Join us as we meet together to explore how we can help encourage our staff in their growth journeys. Visit www.casito.org backslash shop to find our Directors Alliance trainings or contact me, Stephanie Haney, if you have more questions. Stephanie.haney at ku.edu or 785-477-0797. See you there. Okay, so number five is create or add challenge so that a task goes a bit beyond what the children can already do. For example, maybe you tape a sensory bag on the wall at the child's sitting height and encourage him to explore the bag while sitting. Well, to add challenge, you can tape another one of those sensory bags on the wall, but a little bit higher so that you can encourage the child to stand and touch and play with that bag. And then to reduce challenge, you could also allow the child to just explore the, the sensory bag in their lap while sitting. I think this one is probably, to me, one of the most important of the 10. Because oftentimes when children are bored, we see that as in challenging behaviors, right? Because they're bored. They don't, they don't, they're not challenged by what's going on. So they'll find a challenge. And conversely, children who are over-challenged that don't know what's going on, don't know how to do it, you might see some behaviors from them as well. So just being really mindful of what your children can do and what areas they can grow in. And then next is ask questions that provoke children's thinking. And I would add to that, give them time and space to process and answer. Right? So I think a lot of us are really great at asking children questions but we're not really great at waiting for them to answer, right? I know for me personally, it sometimes takes me a few seconds to process when you've asked me a question. And for children, it often takes a little bit longer. Fight the urge to answer a question that you've just asked. Then we want to give assistance, like a cue or a hint to help children work on the edge of their current competence. We want to scaffold their learning. So for older kids, maybe, can you think of a word that rhymes with your name, Matt? How about bat? Matt, bat. What else rhymes with Matt and bat? Or again, that example that we use for create or add challenge for that child that we have the sensory bag up on the wall 
to standing, we might give them a little bit of assistance to start the process of standing up to encourage them to stand. We want to provide information, directly giving children facts, verbal labels, and other information. That goes back to that describe and name everything that you see with a child. Give them exact words to use, but be mindful of your correction of their words. For example, if a child says, I want Nana, you might say to them, oh, you want a banana? Here's the yellow banana. Instead of correcting them to say, it's not Nana, it's banana. Just give them back the exact word. And then finally, we have give directions for children's action or behavior. So for example, touch each block only once as you count them. Or, and I think you may have heard this example once or a million times before from me, but, you know, ouch, hitting hurts. Our hands are for soft touches. Can you show her a soft touch? Right, so I'm giving directions for how I want them to act or behave because they need our guidance to get there. So, what do you think? Sounds easy enough? Are you already doing many of these things and maybe just didn't have the name for it? Hopefully some of them, again, sound familiar from parts and pieces of previous episodes. Like I mentioned, teaming or all feelings are for feeling. So we'd love it if you hit us up on social media and let us know how you are using the 10 effective teaching strategies from NAEYC and your program. See you next week. Bye. Kids These Days is a co-production of the Casito Kids Infant Toddler Specialist Network and Workforce Development Programs. These programs are supported through a grant from the Kansas Department for Children and Families Child Care and Early Education Services. However, information or opinions expressed herein do not necessarily reflect the position or policy of the agency, and no official endorsement should be inferred. If you have questions, comments, suggestions, or want to share your practice related to this or a previous episode, please email kidsthesedayspod at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at kidsthesedayspod. Be sure to check out the infographic and other resources for this episode in the show notes. And don't forget to hit subscribe. This episode was written, recorded, and edited by Sarah Holmes. Infographics by Rudy Benavides. Music track Hackbeat by Kevin McLeod. See you next time on Kids These Days.